Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm Steve and it is my pleasure to speak with you today. I wanted to share with you guys three thought errors that are robbing you of personal happiness and holding your business back. As a brief background, I commute about 20 to 25 minutes to the office each day and for the last couple months I've kind of done a deep dive into the topic of psychology. Um, it's pretty cool. You can go on YouTube and listen to recorded psychology courses from Yale and Stanford for free. So if you're like me and you're not smart enough to go to Ivy League type schools, it's okay. You can still get them virtually if you're nerdy enough to listen to them. Anyway, the lectures that I liked the most were on the science of happiness and depression. They really intrigued me, particularly something called cognitive behavior therapy or CBT not to be confused with CBD, which I think is uh, weed, but... So what is cognitive behavior therapy? It's basically professional thought coaching for your health. Interestingly, they've done a lot of studies and it's as effective or sometimes more effective than medication for some patients with anxiety or clinical depression. The idea is it says that each of us have established thought habits inside our heads. These are automatic thought pathways that we go to whenever we encounter something. And many of our automatic thought responses are faulty. Bad thought pathways are called cognitive distortions, is the scientific smart title. But basically, these are thoughts that we default to and we recycle them and we dwell on them and it just brings us down and prevents us from seeing things in their proper perspective. So why am I sharing this? Well, first of all, because I want you to be happy. But also, when I read into these different thought errors that psychologists had identified that will make you depressed, it struck me that these, these same poor thoughts are the things that hold us back in business too. So I wanted to share a couple of them with you along with some suggestions on how to rewire our thinking and build new thought habits. Okay, the first one is labeling. Labeling is a cognitive distortion in which we generalize. We take one characteristic of a person or a thing and we apply it to the whole. This is just a mental shortcut and it hurts our happiness because we instantly judge others and we put them inside a little box. We put a label on somebody because of one thing that they said or one thing they did or one belief they have or something they subscribe to and we see the entire person in the light of one action or one dimension. And this is really the opposite of a real deep relationship with somebody. It's very common for us to label ourselves. If you define yourself as a failure, then your brain will embrace that label. We can label our circumstances. I'm not happy or this is just too much. Uh, one of my kids had a hard day at school recently and came home and just said, I hate my life. So these are just broad generalizations that negatively affect us. But we apply these blanket attitudes toward things off of just one hard experience. So that's what we do in our life, but also in our business, it is so easy to label things. I talk with dentists that have built up mental barriers doing this. For example, my patients don't have money. My practice is in a lower income demographic. My employees can't do this or that. The real estate market is bad. These are all 
common generalization that practice owners make, and they're just not true. Thinking these things, cycling these thoughts, is just going to hold us back because really they're just veiled excuses. So what's the fix to the thought error of labeling? Well, resist the impulse to generalize. If you need to, look at each situation and pretend you're in a debate against your own brain and you have to make the case against those assumptions. For example, well, some of my patients don't have money and my general area might be lower demographic on the whole, but surely that doesn't mean that none of my patients will accept treatment. You know, if I work on my presentation and give my best to everyone, some people will say yes. You know what? Other dentists are in similar situations to this and they do very well, so I can too. Or my employees may have individual weaknesses here and there, but so does everybody. If there are problems in my office, have I really addressed them and taken the time to train and retrain? Or am I just wishing that my employees would figure things out on their own? Because that would be a mistake on my part. Man, investing is really difficult. But I know that other people seem to make things work somehow. So maybe instead of just saying there are no opportunities, I should reach out to someone and get some help from someone that has done this so I can learn it myself. Feeding our brains these type of thoughts is going to make us feel less miserable and it will lead to some positive action rather than just self-pity. So the next thought error, past bias. We all think about the past, present, and future, but the amount of time we dwell in the past is directly correlated to the degree of depression that we feel. Put differently, when we feel optimistic and happy, we are almost never ruminating on past events. Past bias happens when we're rehashing our previous mistakes or when we keep second-guessing our decisions. In business, I've seen dentists decide that they just bought the wrong practice. Or I've talked to associates that never bought a practice and now, you know, they've just lost out on so much. This is not the mindset that's going to get us to where we want to go. If you jump on Facebook dental groups, you can see everybody on a thread say that if they could do it all over again, they would have done something else other than dentistry. These negative thought cycles about the past just have zero value. Thinking these thoughts does not change anything, but it will bring you down. So how do you catch yourself and avoid past bias? I'd say look at yourself as a work in progress. Each phase of your life is important and mistakes are normal and even a healthy part of our lives. Try to avoid the words, I wish I would have, or I regret such and such. Of course, we all have regrets but use different words like one thing I learned from this was such and such. Instead of stewing over a misstep, we're just framing it now in a positive light. So past bias. The third thought error that we often make is catastrophizing. It's a big word, but basically this is when we faced with a challenge or difficulty, we fixate on the worst possible outcome and we treat it as likely even when it's not likely. So past bias deals with problems behind us. This one is a distorted view of the future. And as you can imagine, this is a recipe for feeling anxiety. But our brains are hardwired this way and it's really easy to fall into the trap of imagining the worst thing. A personal experience of mine related to this thought error happened a few years ago. 
I was at the office one day, I got a letter, and it turns out I was contacted by an attorney asking for a patient's records. Apparently, I was getting sued. The patient was an elderly lady that was just, well, she was just crazy. <laughs> and she, I mean, she was just convinced that I harmed her in some way every time I did any type of treatment. So that was, you know, very concerning to me. But the next week I got another packet in the mail and I received notification of an audit from the state where I had to send in 30 patient charts to have reviewed by some investigative board. I tried not to let these things take emotional energy, but I totally did think of the worst case scenarios. You know, oh no, I'm going to get sued. This board is out to get me. What's going to happen to my license? What's going to happen to my practice or my life? I was creating in my mind a catastrophe, fixating on the worst possible scenario. But you know what? After a couple months, I got word back. No lawsuit came about. The attorney wouldn't even take up the patient's lawsuit. She was just like so crazy. And from the audit, I got back no problems. The only thing I learned is... I do a lot more dentistry than most other providers. And so I was uh, popping up on their system and that's why they came and audited me. But it's interesting, my worries that I was just stewing over for a month or two were really just negative imaginations of the worst possible outcome. And they were totally disproportionate to the actual problem. It's really easy for us to do this in our practice. For example, your front desk puts in her resignation. Or worse, your front desk and a hygienist both put in their resignation. Oh no, it's easy to imagine your practice is done for, right? What if, af what if you have a couple months in a row of lower production? You may ask yourself, what does this mean? Is the market changing? Is my practice tanking? No, these are tough situations, make no doubt. But making them into a catastrophe is the wrong thing to do. It really just keeps you from attacking the problems head on. So what's the trick to avoid the fixation on the worst possible outcome? Well, remove yourself as much as possible from the situation and pretend these things are happening to a colleague instead of to you. This takes your emotions out of it and it helps you see more clearly the proper size of the problem and practical steps that you can take to address it. Instead of dreading that the sky is falling, you're calmly focused on the things within your control. So those are three thought errors. There are a lot of other cognitive distortions that our minds fall into, like emotional reasoning, all or nothing thinking, mind reading, and others. If you want to learn more about them, you can check out CBT or Jonathan Haidt and his book, The Happiness Hypothesis. It's a pretty awesome read. But I'd like to challenge you this week to check yourself to see if you are placing labels on yourself or on others. If you have passed bias or if you catastrophize and worry needlessly about things that are really unlikely to happen. Catching these thought errors can help us replace them with constructive thinking. Much of our brain and the thoughts in our head are hardwired, but we do have a control over a significant portion and we can actually install new thought habits if we're intentional in improving our thinking. It makes us worry less and feel happiness more. And at the same time, it builds the right mindset for business. You guys, if you feel stress or anxiety about work, 
or if you feel you need a new direction in your practice, feel free to reach out to us. Looking back, when I paid for coaching several years ago, I asked lots of nuts and bolts questions about improving my practice, procedures, how to do new systems. But now, looking back, I think the greatest benefit from the experience was finding these mental barriers, these labels and worries that I had in my mind that were really not a thing. It wasn't until having regular discussions with guys who had done what I didn't know was possible that I finally started thinking new thoughts and new possibilities that got me to the next level. I hope it can be similar for you. So email us, Derek, Steve, Matt, or Justin at thelifestylepractice.com and have a great week. Sicker than your average.